1: Hello, from the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt, and this is the recap of the Charleston TBT regional final between Best Virginia and Buccaneers. And it was a doozy. And listen, for Best Virginia, the setup, not ideal. Pro, you know, you're in Charleston, West Virginia. So that is always a pro uh when you're the host team. But was what was working against Best Virginia was possible letdown situation after beating the rival. Heard that the night before. Also 24-hour turnaround. You were the last game of the night. So you have the least amount of rest of the two teams. And let down in the stands. I mean, Charleston. The We had people in the Upper Bowl for the Herd that game. Nobody in the Upper Bowl for the game against the Bucket Substantially, I'll say substantially. It's not like it was an empty place, but definitely less people. Probably even less than Sunday night. Uh, so the least attended Best Virginia game. So less people in attendance. Possi- it just had the feeling of a a letdown vibe early on. But Best Virginia came strong out of the gate, took a nine-point lead after the first quarter, shot 70% from the floor, and you knew that wasn't going to continue. And it did not. West, uh, Best Virginia still ended up over 50% for the game. But uh Buccaneers, they made a run, took the lead in the third quarter, and... You get to the Elam ending, and the game is tied at 55 all. So first to 63 wins. And it's the beauty of the Elam ending in a close game, and overall, is you're going to end on a basket, and that intensifies. Doesn't matter how many people are watching, the intensity of that, it just ramps everything up. And Best Virginia came out strong in the Elam Indy, scored the first six points. Timeout, Bucket Nears, they're down six. Best Virginia only has to score two points. And they, a few trips down, they cannot do it. And one possession, they had three or four looks at a shot to end the game, could not do it. And Bucket Nears end up taking the lead late tried to get the three to win the game. So Buccaneers had a chance to win on the last possession for them. Great defense by Best Virginia to force the air ball. Buccaneers got the put back to go up one. So really next basket wins at that point. And Juwan Staten, who was good in this game, almost kicked the ball out of bounds. Like it, it almost went horribly. Kicked it back out to Haley. Haley found Kevin Jones in the paint, and Kevin Jones made the shot to have Best Virginia advanced out of the Charleston Regional and advanced to Dayton. So even more uncharted territory for Best Virginia. Uh, first time in the TBT that they've won three games. First time they're going to where the finals are played. They're not in the finals yet. they They have to win three more times to win $1 million. Uh, I would say as a unbiased observer that Best Virginia has, has met their expectation of winning every game in the Charleston regional. They would not say that. Uh, I would think if you sign up for the tournament, it doesn't matter. And there's 64 teams. So taking if if everything's even, you've got a you've got a one in sixty four chance of winning this, and that's that's my simple math. So not great odds when everybody who is in this that has a chance of winning this thing has really good players. Everybody's good. Everybody faces the challenge of this is essentially like a all star. You know, it's it's not pickup, but it's like an all. Each team has an all star team. And so, uh, meaning that it's not like you're practicing all year for this best Virginia. I think they practiced, they had the exhibition game in Fairmont, and then they had, uh, like a couple of practices and then some walkthroughs, but just not a ton of time together, other than the relationships they have for some of the guys in the off season, the guys that practice in the practice facility in Morgantown. So, and they played together in college. So it's not like you're starting from scratch. For best Virginia, but not a ton of time to prepare. You just kind of throw it together and see what happens. And I think, I think it's cream cheese from here. Uh, but also if you've won three games, why not win three more? And I'm not saying that because I am not rooting for the team. Cause I'm a, I am, I'm covering this as a member of the press and the media or pretending to be, uh, but why not? So who does Best Virginia get to play? It does have college vibes. Of all right, so who do they get next in the draw? Where well, they get the uh, the game is in Dayton, and they're playing uh, the home. They're playing the host team, so they go from being the host team to playing the host team. Red Scare is the name of the team that they'll be playing. Is made up mostly of Dayton alumni. Uh CJ Walker's on the team. That's the name I recall. He played at Ohio State. Uh, but this team, they've won three games. They they're gonna play all of their games in the basketball tournament at home. So that's a pro for them. So of the eight teams, of the teams that Best Virginia could play, they got the team with an advantage, not by talent, but just they're gonna have the home crowd on their side. And red Scare. they have i def- have watched zero of their games but they've beat a former TVD champion in the golden eagles which is a marquette alumni team and then they beat the money team which had jimmer for this year and we all know jimmer for is really good at shooting the ball into the basket and they uh red scare shut him down in the last game Still was a close game, but they were able to beat the money team. So this is a substantial challenge for Best Virginia. They do get a day of rest. That day of rest involves traveling from Charleston, West Virginia to Dayton, Ohio. It's about three hours, a little over three hours. So not bad. Uh get a little bit of a break. Cause you could just tell, and the guys are saying it in the press conference that the guys were tired with the 24, less than 24-hour turnaround. Uh, Coach Long is really trying to spread out the minutes. I think the most minutes was with Flowers, who's the oldest guy on the team, I think, with almost 25 minutes of a possible 36, roughly 36. So uh, good that they get a break. And, you know, let's see what happens against when the roles are reversed and they play the home team. Uh this journalist believes that everything from here is uh, is cream cheese. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. They got same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props. You got all the options in the world. Baseball's in full swing. You can bet against the Reds. You can bet against the Pirates. Listen. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So for the Charleston experience, I think Charleston did great again with the TBT. I, I, I would say it met their expectations as far as the turnouts to have the fifth highest turnout in TBT history. The herd that game, they can hang their hat on that. It sounds like it's not going to be in Charleston next year, that they're going to try to build up some anticipation uh and bring TBT back to Charleston a couple of years down the road. Uh but the TBT folks did a great job of putting on the event, and uh I, I think it's great. Again, for basketball fans, it's the it quenches the thirst of. These are guys that you aren't going to watch during the year. You're not watching. <laughs> you're not watching Lithuanian professional basketball. You're not watching basketball in Uruguay, uh, but you'll definitely watch TBT if you have a rooting interest. And I do not have a rooting interest. Uh, but uh, especially alumni teams, you have that connection. You know the names. And for the final eight of TBT there's a decent amount of alumni teams represented. So you've got Best Virginia, you've got Red Scare, you've got a Wichita State alumni team, you've got a University of Buffalo alumni team. John Holton is getting a, a little more chance to shine this year in TBT for another team. He's playing for Florida TNT. He's still in the tournament, so that team is playing uh, on uh, tonight. As I'm recording this, Friday, no, I'm sorry, Thursday, 7 p.m. ESPN2, see John Holton and the Florida TNT team played the Americana for Autism team who got out of the Rucker Park region. Uh, So lots of alumni teams represented in the final eight. The Bayheim's Army team that won it last year will not repeat. So it looks like TBT is going to get a brand new champion. So why not Best Virginia? If you're a Best Virginia fan, that's what you ask yourself. Why not them? And the scoring, while it was only 63-62, Best Virginia shot the ball well. And they're getting three-point production. Lots of guys made threes in the game against Bucket The more they play, the more continuity they're going to have. James Long figuring out the rotations, rebounding. Struggled for Best Virginia in the first two games. Better in the third game. Uh, But the thing to to try to bounce back from in this game was turnovers. 19 turnovers for Best Virginia, according to the box score. I'm sure none of the guys are happy with that. Uh, But as far as, besides Kevin Jones and the shout out to him for making the game winner and having probably his best game, of the three games, defensively as well. I mean, it just stinks. Imagine being an all-time player like Kevin Jones in West Virginia University history, and then you get into the basketball tournament, and the strategy is let's let's get a switch so Kevin Jones can guard me, and and feel like that's the best way to 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 get buckets. Uh, heard that it didn't work as well. Uh, but Buccaneers, they tried that too. So Kevin Jones when he's in the game, he does not get a break because as I told you in the last episode, trying to establish Kevin Jones on the offensive end and then he doesn't get the rest, he doesn't get the rest defensively because the other team is looking to get him to play defense on the perimeter. And I think overall of the three games that was his best performance in those switches. Of covering. So shout out to Kevin Jones. And then also shout out defensively to a bunch of guys because Buccaneers, Bradford, he kind of carried the Buccaneers in the first half. He scored a majority of their points. Even being well guarded, he was getting shots. So after halftime, they really tried to prevent Bradford from even getting the ball, really kind of blanketing him on defense. And so guys like D'Angelo Hunter, who I don't remember being a defensive juggernaut at West Virginia. He played really good defense on Bradford. Jay Sean Page played really good defense on Bradford. And Jermaine Haley played some really good defense on Bradford. So James Long kind of channeling Bob Huggins on the sidelines, but like, hey, let me get an athletic guy that's got a few inches on this guy, on the other team's guy that's shooting and making a bunch, and let's see how this works out. And it was effective. Unfortunately for Best Virginia, while their defense improved with Bradford, uh, other guys stepped up for Buccaneers. And credit to Buccaneers. They've won a few games in, in each of the last two years. Really solid team. I'm sure they'll be back in TBT. But that's all I have. I mean, its uh, I've never covered an event. I've never pretended to be a journalist. I really enjoyed the experience. Uh, would definitely do it again. It have to be my parameters are it have to be in Charleston, West Virginia. <laughs> because I haven't, you know, I don't, you know, that's that's it. I I will cover events at the Charleston Coliseum that involve basketball that is not high school. <laughs> Other I that I think those are the parameters. I would cover a WBU game in Charleston. None of those seem to be happening in the near future, and I would definitely cover TBT again. So, thank you TBT for allowing me to play pretend journalist, and it's great to see all the fellow journalists uh, and podcasters and uh, the fine folks behind the scenes with Best Virginia it was great to just be around everybody. And and it was a great experience. And I can't imagine Charleston not wanting to host again. And I can't imagine TBT not wanting to run that back at some point in the future, but this is it for at least next year, maybe the year after that, before they come back. So, uh, it's been a blast and I'll end it there. Thanks for listening. Podcast will come up after the best Virginia red scare game. Great news. It's very straightforward as far as how to watch this one on TV. It's on ESPN. There's no numbers involved. It's just ESPN. So shout out to that major conglomerate affiliate of Disney to put the game to where it's very straightforward on how to watch it and not... Uh, complicated. I, you know, I talked about how rough ESPN three was, and and more people told me afterwards, like, yeah, exactly what you described. (laughs) That really wanted to watch Best Virginia, could not be in Charleston. Tried to get ESPN three to work, and just quit. Just quit trying. So it's very straightforward. Wherever you watch ESPN, it'll be the second game on Friday night, so nine ish. And I will be covering it, uh, not in Dayton, but other people will be covering it in Dayton. Shout out to them. That's it. That's all I want to say.
0: This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines.